Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Wow. Hello and welcome to the Abroad Japan podcast, probably the best way of learning about life in Japan without actually being in Japan. I'm your host, Chris Broad, and we're joined by festive Pete Donaldson, once bitten, not twice shy. Here he is. How are you getting on, Pete? What's going down? <laughs> I am good. I've just noticed uh, in the camera lens slash screen uh, that I've got yep. hair like that. You know that man on the internet who, uh, not on the internet, he's like a meme, uh, but he was taken from like a Discovery TV show and his hair's really big and he's going, aliens, and he's obsessed with aliens. He's an aliens guy. Um, my hair looks like that because it's, um, it's nine o'clock in the morning on a Sunday. <laughs> you've, it looks very like, it looks like you've just taken a, a big handful of like hair gel and just from the yeah. 80s and just Whapped stuck it, it in your hair, pulled it back. You look like an Italian <laughs> gangster What's who's the, been... Um, like intimate with an alien it's it's what's not the big, what's the big brand uh what's the big brand out there is it gandhi i think it might be gandhi aren't it? gandhi or dandy gandhi? what's the one in japan is, is, isn't there like a there's a hair brand for boys there's like gandhi uh, or dandy or something like that i can't remember you've made this <laughs> up the, no there is you not buy it in every 7-eleven it's like the links africa it's so ubiquitous of uh hair stuff i'm fairly certain it's gandhi oh, I've got some. wait wait there wait one sec keep talking, keep talking. <laughs> chris is uh just Heading off into... I don't know why he's, he would have any hair products in his office, for crying out loud. Um, uh, I got it. I got it here. Well, because I do videos here, don't I? I want to look slick. Oh, it's yeah. called Man Mandom. 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 <laughs> that sounds like a special interest kind of gel. Oh, are you God. sure that's for... Are you sure that's for your hair, mate? <laughs> that little Man-dom. tub there? Mandom. How Man-dom. have I never realised this? A oh, brand dear. of hair gel is called Mandom. And it looks like they've got the Google, the Google logo on it as well. It's all a bit weird. Oh, wow. bit that odd. is the Google. It looks like a little, um, <laughs> like a little smart speaker, doesn't it? <laughs> or it a, does. Or an ice hockey puck. Either way, nice. Mandom. Ooh, Mandom. Mandom. See if God. there's a sub. Subdom. Mandom. <laughs> Man sub. Mandom. <laughs> I do. I do. I do. Oh dearie me! How are you doing, Chris? I noticed yesterday that you were doing a um, a hefty live show, and I do like mm. it when you do live shows because literally anything can happen. And nothing did happen. Actually, someone claims to have seen a ghost in the live show at the end, and that creeped me out, and I ran away from Spooked my studio. <laughs> it, was bit, it was all a little bit sad, t- to be honest. What time was it that you were doing the uh, live show? So I started at eleven thirty p.m. and I finished at three thirty. PM. Oh, no. So it was the longest live show I've ever done. 
Yeah. And uh, it was a lot of fun, actually. Everyone was really cool. It's so weird having like 8,000 people watching when you're just alone in a room being stalked <laughs> by ghosts. It's quite a weird thing. Um, but, I, you know, it was good fun. It was the first live show I've done in the ramen shop, right? And uh, mm. you've seen the setup for some time, given that's how I do the podcast. But uh, mm. it was cool, like doing a live show against the backdrop. It feels like I'm in like an alleyway in Tokyo, uh, as opposed yeah. to alone in a room in Sendai. So it's pretty cool. <laughs> that and we did cool. have the Connor dance to kick it all off. There's a little you can do a trailer to a, a live show on YouTube now, so people can watch a video while they wait. And I mm. got a foot, some footage of Connor dancing that was on the online. Someone had green screened him dancing, superimposed him in front of a green screen. And I took the footage and made him dance on a volcano to too much volcano. And the results were kind of good and pretty fun. And <laughs> it's uh, like a, you've seen it. It's like doing do you a approve? little I do, I certainly do. It's like a little, um, is that a Fortnite dance from back in the day? Remember when? Probably, uh, probably. Remember when Fortnite was just all about dancing? <laughs> I dancing do. And yeah, building. I remember all too well. Now it's about but, commerce. Uh, <laughs> is Fortnite still a thing? I don't. I, I wasn't oh, really. Oh yeah, very there much. Oh, very much so. I mean, it's, I yeah. think it's technically the uh, the most advanced manifestation of what you know, uh, Web three point uh, legends are, uh, are sort of talking about the metaverse. They're kind of saying that that's kind of what it's going to look like. It's kind of the design that we're, you know, it's just basically God. a place to, to sell your stuff, I suppose, to a certain extent. I was um, actually speaking of video games. I was playing, as they've put hmm. for the new Matrix game, Chris, they've put on PlayStation 5. Oh, yeah, I saw 5, a trailer for it. A, yeah, they've put on the on the new Xbox and the PlayStation 5, and I think on Steam PC as hmm. well. Um, they have created like a Unreal Engine like basically just advert Unreal Engine 5 uh, uh, celebration slash trailer slash um, uh, I d- I d- it's not really a trailer even really it's just a bit of a, a dick about uh, kind of walking around a city scene um, for for the Matrix basically the new Matrix uh, yeah, uh, film yeah. and I must have spent like an hour just <laughs> floating around this bloody gargantuan uh you know fully realized uh, i mean it's basically new york i suppose or chicago or something you're sort mm. of floating around and and um i just spent like all the time just looking through these bloody windows <laughs> in these buildings and i think creepy it's the same boy. tech they've used for uh, what a creepy boy uh and i think they've used the same tech for um the spy the last spider-man game and stuff how um you can look in pretty much every window and there's always something no in way. there uh and really and, and i cannot believe i cannot believe Someone's managed. To, I cannot believe they've managed to do that. Make it look, make such variety. Looking. But what did the you window. see in the window? All, you see Connor, Connor dancing to too much. Connor, it was, it was just kind of of every window just had a version of Connor <laughs> dancing, just in different clothes. It was like an NFT drop. It was just Connor with different <laughs> clothes on dancing. But I was just, I was just. That's what I spent like the last hour of uh, Saturday doing, and that's why I'm so tired. Just, just, just floating around, looking in windows. I'm, I'm, I'm fascinated by the tech. What did it you really see? Is, what was uh, one thing you saw there? Was there anything actually good in the window? A photocopier, a vending machine. It's just, oh. it, it, it's very. Uh, they, they've done something interesting with bump maps and 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 rays and height maps and stuff. Uh, so there's not actually any uh, there's not actually any um, polygons or poly- polygonal mm-hmm. data behind the window, but it very much looks like there is, uh, and it just basically saves on a lot of computational processing power. Um, huh. But it's amazing. I, I just think I just think what they've done is amazing. So look, high fives to Unreal Engine Five. <laughs> I'm very it much look cool. an Unreal Five guy. It does look very cool. <laughs> I'm all for like building a 3D digital world that's like feels living, breathing. I was, I mean, they tried to do that with Cyberpunk, and uh, I guess they came kind of close in some respects, but they didn't have it so you could look into every window, right? In Cyberpunk, it's not. You it's played not it, quite didn't as, you? 
It's not quite as vertical. I'm, I'm sort of still sort of revisiting it here and there. It's it's, it's yeah. an astonishing bit of work. It's just, you know, the, clearly the, the marketing people are the, not even the marketing people, the, the shareholders needed it released a year before it was actually ready. So that's mm. the way the world this time. The way the world. It's a shame. If they'd got another year it's on it, I think shame. it would have been pretty damn epic. Mm. But uh, I still haven't really played it. I did play it very briefly on, briefly on the PlayStation 4, but it was just very mm. bad. And so I mm. held fire. And you still can't get a PlayStation 5 easily in Japan. You just can't walk into a shop and buy one. Is it like that in the yeah. UK? Like, you still can't get yeah, one? Yeah, pretty much. I mean, you'll occasionally hear of, like, um, one of the one of the shops having a bit of stock. But, yeah, it's just... Uh, it's weird, isn't okay. it? Like, I, 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 I don't know how... Um, was it PlayStation? I think PlayStation 5, for the first time, overtook um, Ninte- the original Nintendo Switch for one week in Japan. And, of course, that's a new... If you got a, like a new PlayStation, if you've got like a new uh, uh, um, mm. uh, computer out, a new game system out, that's going to be the most popular thing. So you would imagine that it should be uh, overtaking a, a system that's like <laughs> four years old or whatever. But uh, it's only managed to do it in one week, I think. So, yeah, weird. Weird. The Switch is still extremely popular in Japan. Even now, it can be a little bit tricky to get one sometimes. But uh, for the PlayStation Five, the only way to get hold of one here is to like is like a Willy Wonka style fucking golden ticket extravaganza. Oh, like thing, I know yeah, someone yeah. who like bought a hundred raffles and they won, and I was a little bit angry and resentful and jealous. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> well, they're uh, going to, um, well done to him. They're going to enact they, in in Britain. I think they're going to enact some kind of. Uh, some kind of law that makes it illegal to scalp uh, systems, you know, PCs, video game, you know, oh, cool. cards, video game systems. I think that's the case. Uh, knowing what we know about our uh, our, our our government, um, they'll probably fuck it up. But, How know? dare you? <laughs> Boris Johnson's a fine, upstanding man, and he's so brilliant. Oh, and it's smart. been a busy, busy week. It really has. <laughs> well, we, I could go off on one about that, but let's not. Let's go for the story of the week. And this week, we've got a story from Bryce. He says, hello, Chris and Pete. Loving the podcast. My name's Bryce. I'm from Australia. I've had the most embarrassing faux pas of any person in Japan ever. Wow, it's a pretty big, a pretty bold opening gambit there, Bryce. Um, I was on a relatively prestigious university tour group from Australia to Kobe before COVID. We had just spent a whole day with the delightful people of the faculty learning about the great Hanshin earthquake. Uh, during a little lull in proceedings, I had to go to the restroom. Unfortunately, the toilet was extremely high-tech and was uh, covered with hiragana and katakana and kanji characters in the same way a fruitcake is littered with raisins. Some powerful visual imagery right there, Bryce. Needless to say, what I thought was the flush button was, in fact, the emergency alarm button. Oh, God. I've often thought... How often do people hit that button? They do a really stupid job of this in Japan. Every toilet has like an emergency alarm button and it's like yeah. right next to the flush button. And I think if you, <laughs> to some people, it's not clear what it is. Um, so I'm not, I'm not surprised. Before I knew it, the lights were flashing and the loudest siren ever invented by humans in the world started blaring. I tried to run away, but made it only to the wash basins before a group of students arrived and ran inside. Uh, to the recently vacated cubicle, responding to what they thought was a genuine medical emergency. Suffice to say, I did not have to flush the toilet that day. I heard the sound of a flush and saw the other students emerge from the cubicle with aghast faces. The only thing I said in response to this was a frantic barrage of Simasen, Simasen, Narikato gozaimasu, as they were the only phrases I knew in Japanese at the time. And then I ran away faster 
than the Nozomi Super Express Shinkansen. The rest of the seminar day was extremely awkward as myself and the same students and the professors <laughs> who'd walked into the toilet had to do presentation exchanges for the rest of the evening, all of us silently knowing what had taken place had they just <laughs> gone and flushed the toilet on my behalf. Cheers, guys. Thanks for the great content. Well done on the new studio. Bryce from Australia. Pushing his emergency <laughs> buttons. I mean, oh, easily done, uh, easily done. But that is awkward. It's, I mean, That's it's up awkward. there with kind of uh, pressing the open button on a train and the, uh, the tra- you know, those big train doors that are like a big rotating kind of circle. Um, I, yeah, on yeah, more than one yeah. occasion, oh, God, have yeah. opened one of them when I didn't need to. Absolute nightmare <laughs> stuff. <laughs> Awful. It's... It's easily done, though, isn't it? I, I do wonder how many people screw up with these Japanese toilets. Um, they're very daunting. Some of them don't have English on. It's just characters. So, Oh, well, in... Do, um, in uh, do some research I before think, you go. Yeah, definitely. I think in uh, the uh, Gundam Cafe in Akihabara, RIP, yeah. that shut down this year, um, did, yeah. You, uh, I think when you pressed... When you either flush the toilet... Yeah, when you flush the toilet... Uh, it would um, it would turn off all of the lights in the entire oh toilet, God. and then start flashing loads of lights and make it sound like the gun <laughs> and make the Gundam like taking off noise. It was, um, it was all very upsetting to anyone who didn't know what the hell was going on. <laughs> uh, it's a good thing you're in the toilet because yeah. I think a lot of people would literally shit themselves in that scenario. <laughs> <laughs> how frightening that would be. Good lord! Oh no! <laughs> and I'll never get to experience it because it's shut. So far, oh, as, I think it did shut, didn't it? We talked about it a while back. Yeah, yeah, sure. Tragic year, I think. Yeah, yeah, terrible, terrible, isn't it? terrible stuff. Well, speaking of terrible things, actually, it's not terrible, <laughs> is it? Your favourite well, Japanese tycoon, he's gone. He's left Earth, Pete. Your favourite Japanese billionaire, he's no longer here in Japan. He's not even on Earth. Where is he? And what has he done? He's he's now on. He's now a space tycoon, Yasaka Mizawa. <laughs> Yasaka Misawa, he's uh, he's 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 basically headed to the International Space Station, um, a slightly more uh, ambitious trip around the moon uh, with Elon Musk's SpaceX planned in 2023. Um, he's basically been training uh, at a space center outside Moscow uh, before he's, he's going to become basically the first space tourist to travel to the ISS in more than a decade. So he's obviously not the first. Mm, mm. Uh, other people have done it before. The Russians are quite open to that kind of thing, kind of caper, uh, which kind of really makes it funny that um, Elon, everyone gets excited about Elon Musk and <laughs> and, uh, and and the Amazon blocks. Yeah, Rich, actually, Richard Branson and Jeff kind of, Bezos, right? Yeah, Exactly. Sorry, yeah, Bezos and, and Branson. But uh, yeah, he's, uh, he's going to spend 12 days on voyage, Mizawa said, flying into space had been a childhood dream. I'm excited. I feel like an elementary school student about to go on an outing. <laughs> I hope he brought his sandwiches, oh, crying out loud. But yeah, so it's um, it's 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 got lots of uh, seats to fill. It's called the Roscosmos, uh, and it's uh, been increasing the number of civilian journeys has been taken this year. It sent an actor and a film director to the uh, ISS. Uh, where they filmed scenes for the first movie in orbit. Remember, they, we talked about this a little while ago. They were yeah, they, filming scenes actually in space. Trying to beat Tom Cruise, who's also doing one mm. uh, as well, I think, either later this year or next year. I say later yeah. this year, there's not much time left. It is funny, yeah. though, isn't it? Like how these, we have like Jeff Bezos earlier on the year, he went like a. Uh, 100 miles into sorry 100 kilometers into space and then we had like mm. Richard Branson who went like 50 or 60 kilometers into space and yeah. that's all well and good going up there for 10 minutes or an hour in Branson's case but then you, mm. you suck my hour going for 12 days on the International Space Station now that is genuinely impressive and uh, 
he has his own YouTube channel. You can go and watch him. He's like did a live stream of him taking off. Mm. He's got a video of him like looking at the space station and he just mm. posted a video of him talking about a toilet. The good old, what does a toilet look like? In space? He went all that way just to point at a fucking toilet. For God's sake, man. What's, do something good for once. Everyone does that. Do something I like, original. Um, I mean, I do like that he's been accompanied by his assistant as well, Yuzo Hirano, Hirano, who will document the journey. Mm. And it's just like, oh, he can't even escape the admin, poor Yuzo. <laughs> he's got to stick around <laughs> for crying out loud with a Mazawa. I mean, like, he's also going to be the first, one of the pr- first private passengers on the SpaceX, SpaceX moon trip that's going to be happening uh, mm-hmm. later, as we spoke about before. So it's like, that's going to be 2023. Um, and, and like... Has he not got? Could he not just go up to the ISS again? I'm sure he could just pay the same amount of money <laughs> and go up again for crying out loud. Well, it's, it's not than cheap. Bezos is nonsense. No, Bezos is nonsense. I think it's it's somewhere <laughs> in the region of like fifty or a hundred million dollars to do this to go to the yeah. International Space Station. Don't quote me on that. I do I do remember reading it was around that figure. Um, of course, he's worth something like three or four billion dollars. So mm. a pocket change to you, suck my hour. But. I, I still wonder if this SpaceX trip is going to happen. He really did surprise everyone with this. This really came out of the blue. Um, yeah. You know, he, I think he only announced it like a week before he was off, you know, uh, mm. to, the, to the International Space Station. But yeah. he's not as popular in Japan as I thought. Um, I thought about interviewing him once and um, sort of talking about what he was doing around the moon. And uh, I think we were going to reach out to him, but... I, I spoke to a few Japanese friends and he's not overly popular because he's quite right. ostentatious and he's not sort of very oh, Japanese in his mannerisms right. and how he spends his money. Like he, he spends hundreds of millions of dollars on artwork. He uh, has a private jet that he often puts in his own vlogs on the, on his YouTube. Um, <laughs> I, honestly, here's me with my very studio Western. and he's got a, a G5, like a G6 plane that he flies around Nagoya in well done you but uh yeah so i don't think he's overly popular so i don't think i'll i'll try and reach out to him and interview him so your loss you suck you might have gone <laughs> to the international space station you might be going around the moon in 2023 but you haven't been on the abroad in japan podcast have you so, correct life goals correct why yeah. why is he why is he not you know like um there's a lot of like internet nonsense mainly um aimed at men sort of my age and your age uh on yep. instagram and stuff there's always like sort of there's, there's always this kind of like um billionaire stan accounts that just basically they're obsessed with billionaires they're obsessed with jeff bezos they're obsessed with elon musk they're obsessed mm, mm. inexplicably with tom hardy um and why why is mazawa <laughs> not in that why is mazawa not in that because you see the the um chinese guy uh, who's who owns um is it alibaba jack ma um who jack ma. yeah yeah jack ma he, you see him quite a lot in those kind of inspirational this guy you know grew up in in a cave and now he's a billionaire kind of kind of chat you know what I mean? all of these uh, <laughs> all these billionaires that had you know that they obviously had a lot of money growing up as well but they pretend that they didn't oh, it's interesting he, they never talk about mazawa or his name is <laughs> i mean yeah he, he's not really I think a lot of Japanese uh, entrepreneurs and billionaires go under the radar. But I think uh, yeah. a lot of the most successful people in Japan, they're quite frugal about it and they keep their heads down, which I kind of admire in some respects. Um, I, I'm it's really interesting. If you poke, fan account. If, if, well, we'll have to start one. If you poke <laughs> under most stories of most billionaires and millionaires and very successful people, though, they usually have a much yeah. bigger head start than you realize. Um, oh, yeah. I, I've, I, I find it really interesting. I've always, I've always wanted to know what, what leads someone to be a billionaire. 
And if you trace them back, they're often just very lucky um, to where yeah. they're born and situations that arise. In the same way, diamond. That I was very lucky, I guess. <laughs> well, yeah, I was very lucky to be born in a in one of the most economically prosperous countries in the world. I know the UK is not yeah. great, but it's still a great place to get a head start. We all get yeah. a head. You know, we. If you're listening to this, there's a good chance you have had a head start. But uh, I, there's a great Chris, interview though just, with Jack Ma two, and Elon Musk. We just. We're just two white men in a room, Chris. That's what I'm saying. Two white, men, two in white men in a room. So it's We've a rebranding opportunity. There's a there's a great interview with Jack Ma and Elon Musk though, and Jack Ma just comes across as the biggest fucking idiot you've ever seen, and you've got to go and watch it. <laughs> Once this podcast is over, guys, go on YouTube, type in Jack Ma Elon Musk interview, and credit where it's due to Elon Musk. He's a very smart man and he knows his stuff. And Jack Ma mm. knows nothing. He comes across as very crass. It's very much gone to his head. His success. And it's right. so funny. He keeps saying really stupid shit. Like they're talking about AI at one point. Like Elon Musk, like, yeah, AI is going to change the, the world. And Jack Ma's like, I don't think it is. You know what I call AI? I call it Alibaba intelligence. And a few people laugh in a sort of sycophant, it's a billionaire, he's clever sort of way. Everything he says, we've got to laugh at. And Elon Musk's like, uh, oh. And it just, it all goes downhill from there. But I shit you not, <laughs> it's the funniest fucking interview you'll ever see. And with that, <laughs> we turn our attention to the fax machine after this break. <laughs> One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's, a, it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. And we're back with the fax machine. What do we got from our listeners this week, Mr. Dalton? 
I like that inter-break introduction. Very enjoyable. Absolutely Dramatic. keeping us on the end of our seats. End? End. <laughs> Noel. Hello, end. Noel. Uh, hello, Noel. Uh, hi, Dave, Chris Beats. I'm Noel, and I've recently moved to Japan as part of the Jet Program UK. Congratulations, Noel. You got in, you got in mate. You got in there. Uh, well currently done. situated in uh, Yamaguchi uh, Prefecture, my board of education have set me up with a wonderful host family. They've been so welcoming since I arrived and even offered for me to come and stay with them for both Christmas and New Year's. So my question is, how do I not fuck this up? <laughs> More specifically, how does one be the perfect guest? What can I bring to the occasion? And is there anything I could do that would be considered disrespectful? Loving all your content and keep up the fantastic work from Noel. Chris... <laughs> How to not get it wrong? Uh, I mean, uh, what? How to? How do I not fuck it up? What? What's to be specific? What do you mean? How to not fuck it up? How does one be the perfect guest? Well, I mean, yeah, just just bring a gift, innit? Bring a gift. Um, Omiyage, chocolate. Yeah, bring some <laughs> British style gifts. I think I mm. when I first arrived, I brought I think like a hundred pounds worth of tea, um, exotic tea, right. And I okay. shared that out in the staff room and people pretended to care and be interested. <laughs> but the gesture was more important than the tea products. And uh, yeah, uh, I think that was it. I think I brought some chocolates as well. But I think bringing British gifts, British products, which are very rare in Japan and very hard to find, will always be appreciated. If you can't get any, or you didn't bring any, um, mm. uh, then just go to a foreign goods store, buy some cabbage chocolate, remove the sticker that's got the Japanese on <laughs> and uh, you know, pretend like you shipped it over from London or brought it with you. That's what I've done many times, Noel, and it served me well. Lie, Noel. Lie to the people. But have a good, have a good time. <laughs> Hope it goes well. I'm sure it'll be fun. We got one Were you here. not like, um, were you sort of like unaware that uh, the, the Japanese actually, they're quite into their tea? Did you just assume that they didn't drink tea? <laughs> Hello, it's some mean, tea from England. They, 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 they don't like uh, black tea as much as you think. Like this, in the staff room, right. most people would drink either coffee, coffee is probably more popular, or they drink yeah. green tea. Um, ah. And uh, so my, my tea, I never felt it was truly appreciated. If I recall, I drank a lot of that tea myself, um, as I often do when I buy someone <laughs> a gift there. of crisps or chocolate. I just eat it myself while they're not looking. Oh, <laughs> we got Chris. one yeah, from Lindsay from Glasgow. Says, hello, Chris and Pete. Merry bloody Christmas to you both. I went to Tokyo uh, over a decade ago as part of a round-the-world trip. I've been so excited about visiting Japan that I didn't realize that my hotel was on a street with no name. Even the experienced taxi driver took ages to find it. Uh, I'll say right now, taxi drivers in Japan, they're very good. They're very nice. uh, And the taxis are clean and efficient, but they don't know where they're going unless it's a station or a very big sort of four or five star hotel. Um, So bear that in mind, guys, if you get a taxi in Japan, they aren't as knowledgeable as you think, and you often have to give them a specific address. Uh, to both of right. you, what was your first very day in Japan like? Do you remember it? And do you know why some streets yeah. in Tokyo, perhaps other areas in Japan, don't have names? All the best, Lindsay from Glasgow. Well, I mean, streets in Japan just don't have names in general. They use the American model, I think. Wait, they do have names in Japan, in the UK, in the US, don't they? But in do Japan, they, they don't. street names, yeah. Uh, well, I mean, yeah. do, do they not have street names? I mean, I, I, I think nah. we said it before. It's really easy to sort of get around if you use uh, the phone number of any company. I, I just usually they use. Well, in Japan, uh, they use a postcode sort of system, and that's yeah. the way they do it. Yeah, right. Okay. And each little district is broken up into like wards, like Ichome, Nichome, Sanchome. Yeah, uh, like okay. Shinjuku Sanchome or Nichome, as you 
know very well. Uh, <laughs> they're sort of broken down like that. So they don't really have a street name. Um, what was your very uh, first day in Japan like, though, Pete? Do you remember it? You must. <clears throat> Simply must. I think I, I was in the Cerulean Hotel in, uh, in, in, in Shibuya. Uh, uh, which was expensive, um, and uh, I went up to the. Well, I was on like the fortieth, fiftieth floor or something, and uh, slept all day because <laughs> I was really tired because <laughs> I'd flown from Los Angeles that day. Um, yeah, I think I just slept all day and then sort of went out at night, really, and uh, um, just, just like, just you know, the first time you land in Japan, it's just a bloody assault. Um, a friend mm. of a friend. Um, basically was going to uh yoyogi park so so basically i i knew a guy in los angeles uh he suggested uh, hanging out with a mate who lives in shinjuku so she very kindly took me around like the i think the second day i was there or maybe it might have been the first day in the evening um she said we're going to yoyogi park so my first proper day in uh in in japan was drinking one cup sake that i'd bought from the 7-eleven in in yoyogi park so not quite, quite iconic, <laughs> I would say. Quite iconic. <laughs> That's pretty cool. I think my first yeah. day, I landed at Narita and got on a bus with all the other ALTs on the jet program. We went mm. to the uh, KO Plaza Hotel, which is in central Shinjuku in a skyscraper. It's kind of a cool place, to be honest. And, um, and then I think we were allowed to just sort of free roam. It was like a video game. And I had done the sort of tutorial levels and I was allowed to just do what I wanted. And I was a little bit scared yeah. and I didn't know what was going on. It was like 40 degrees <laughs> Celsius that day. It was like July 31st, 2012. Right. And uh, I remember just walking with some people into Shinjuku and just being so goddamn overwhelmed in the heat, <laughs> the noises, the shop staff just shouting stuff, uh, the pachinko places. Like Everything was just so loud and intense. Right. But I... Uh, and then I went, I think I did karaoke with some of my fellow <laughs> folks from Yamagata Prefecture. And oh, then we went nice. to a, a gay bar in Shinjuku. Is it San Chome? Uh, and, and that was Nichome is, uh, is the gay district. Yeah, Nichome. Lovely. Yeah, we went there and uh, oh, fun. Uh, watched a guy, watched a guy, he was very drunk, a Japanese guy, um, have relations with a mirror. A giant mirror oh, who he thought yes. was a person. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, that was my Fun. first day. Set the bar pretty high. <laughs> Set the bar very high indeed. Uh, uh, we cut one here from Johnny from Old Mexico. Over to you, Pete. Johnny. Um, hello, chivalrous Chris and princely Pete. If you were the prime minister or dictator, if you prefer, of Japan, <laughs> we're going to get banned in Japan with this kind of chat. Uh, what would you change God. about the country? Johnny from Old Mexico. <laughs> oh, my what would Lord. you change about it? <laughs> I, I mean, I, I remember I asked this to Natsuki once, what would you do if you're the prime minister? And he said, I'll give everybody a complimentary jumper. And I don't know where that came from to this day. I don't know what he was on about. But he was like, no, jumpers for everyone. I think that's everyone. a vote winner. Jumpers. That's a vote winner, that. <laughs> Can you imagine that? Like, just as, as yeah. part of the campaign. What are you going to do for the people? A jumper, isn't it? Give you a jumper. <laughs> Free jumpers. It's warm. It's warm in winter. I'll take that. I think that's a, I remember when uh, the uh, Hartlepool United mascot became the oh, uh, mayor, the monkey mayor of, uh, of Hartlepool. He, uh, his, right. his promises were the monkey uh, mayor. <laughs> he promised uh, to give everyone bananas. He promised to give our <laughs> kids bananas, and he never really, he, oh, he never, um, he never saw good that promise. Annoyingly, he oh never, no, uh, he never gave the kids the bananas. Very upsetting. 
<laughs> that, I don't know what's more ridiculous, giving everyone a banana or giving everyone a jumper. Um, although I guess there is there is reasoning, great reasoning behind the bananas though, right? Because the Hartley Paul relationship with monkeys. So, what would you do <laughs> if you're Prime Minister? Um, I'd let me in. I, I'm not doing it on Zoom. The first rule. I'm not fucking doing it on Zoom for crying out loud. I'd let me in. I want to have a bloody red eye. <laughs> I bet you do. I honestly, I don't know what I would change. Um, I would. <laughs> like, I don't know. I don't know. Oh, I don't, any ideas? Any other ideas? Um, I would make. Uh, I would. I would get rid of. I would digitize the country. I'd make. Uh, I'd, I'd make oh, forms yeah. a thing of the past because they're very boring. Actually, yeah, I'd ban oh. Hanko stamps because they're still not gone. They were supposed still to be like gone, eradicated, around. right? Yeah, yeah okay. Uh, but they're That's still annoying. here, and I had to use it recently on some banking documents, and so it made me very angry. So yeah, get rid of the <laughs> personal seal, seal, personal seal, the personal seal. seal. Get rid of the Hanko right. stamps. Get rid of seal. <laughs> what else? <laughs> uh, Kiss my rose, good song, and um, yeah, that, that's it, isn't it? That's my only thing I'd enact, and then I'll do nothing that's else. Done. Lovely, sorted. We sorted Japan, guys. Boris Johnson, fantastic. <laughs> well, keep the stories, questions, comments coming in to Abroad Japan Podcast at gmail.com. If you missed the live show on the Chris Abroad channel, guys, go and check it out. It was the fifth day of the twelve days of Christmas, and it was a lot of fun. Um, still, a few more days to go. Seven by my count. Uh, keep on out. But for now, guys, no matter where you might be, out there in the big wide world, have a great few days, and we'll see you later in the week to do it all over again, right here on the Abroad Japan Podcast. Bye for now. Beautiful. is a stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com.